This week on Pop Psych, we jump into cold water with Major Lazer, along with Justin Bieber and Mo. Plus, we chat with Dr. Judith Orloff about empathy and whether we should ever try to emotionally save other people. In relationship, everything comes up. And if you want to dive into cold water and you really want to surrender and do the whole thing, you know, a lot of emotions are going to come up for you. Music, meaning, mindfulness. This is Pop Psych with Nathan Lee Jones. Welcome to another week of Pop Psych. Thank you for joining me and thank you for your kind words about the show. It's only very new and uh, it's awesome hearing your comments and uh, knowing that people are listening. It's lovely. Uh, I'm really excited about this week's episode because I'm learning a lot right now about the balance between caring for myself and caring for others. It's definitely been a huge learning curve for me over the last couple of years. And the song we're looking at this week really got me thinking about that balance. So uh, let's dive in. You've probably heard it. It's a huge hit from Major Lazer called Cold Water. And if you feel you're sinking, I will jump right over into cold, cold water for you. Yeah, it's a great track, and uh, in case you're out of the loop, let me fill you in. Major Laser is an American electronic music trio, uh, and they're made up of record producer Diplo, Jillionaire, and Walshy Fire. Uh, they've got three albums under their belt so far, and the fourth album, Music is the Weapon, is arriving any day now in 2017. Uh, but if you're not so familiar with the group Major Laser, you've got to be familiar with this vocalist. Yes, it is the Biebs, and who wouldn't want Justin Bieber saying that uh, he'll be your lifeline? It's a beautiful thing. Um, Actually, Diplo, one of the writers of the song, along with Ed Sheeran, by the way, uh, told Rolling Stone that a few people had reservations about Justin featuring on the track. He said it was spontaneous and no one thought it would work. Well, it definitely did. The song debuted at number two on the Billboard Hot 100, uh, which eclipsed Mariah Carey's previous record of being the artist with the most number two debuts. Mariah and number two don't really go hand in hand, do they? I think Mariah prefers to be number one. Mariah, by the way, don't worry, you were number one over New Year's Eve when this went viral. I would say let the audience sing, okay? <laughs> Mariah, we love you. Uh, and she still holds the record for the solo artist with the most number one songs ever. So, I mean, haters, take that. Uh, back to Cold Water, the song we are looking at this week. What is cold water in the context of this song? Well, it's a metaphor for the adversity that someone's willing to overcome for that special someone. Justin Bieber in this song and what he'll do for the one he loves. Justin's vocals really bring the track to life, and perhaps a big reason for that is that the lyrics of the song kind of reflect some of those highly publicised struggles that Justin's had to overcome in his own life. Everybody gets high sometimes, you know. What else can we do when we're feeling low? Yeah, when we're feeling low, it's uh, pretty hard to do much else and try to numb the pain and just get through it. But when you have experienced pain and you see somebody else struggling, I think the instant reaction is to try to save them and try to help them out because you know what that pain feels like. 
About a year ago, Justin Bieber's manager told the New York Times that the singer's tough times were a lot worse than people probably realised. So Justin himself has definitely been to rock bottom and experienced those hard times as an artist. And also in this song, he uh, talks about saving somebody else. And that somebody else is Mo. Now, I think I'm saying that right. Some people say Mo, some say Moo. Actually, let's just hear from her how to pronounce it. Uh, you would say uh, Moo. Moo? Moo. Okay. Oh, you, the, almost, you almost got it. I'll practice. It's the O yeah. with the slash through it, right? Moo. 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 I don't know. There's my Danish lesson for the day. Anyway, regardless, uh, Moo comes in on the bridge with a bit of a call and response to Justin's lyrics. And uh, while Justin sings, if you feel you're sinking, I'll jump right over into cold, cold water for you, Moo responds uh, by singing these words. And uh, the lyrics in the song demonstrate that she's in a little bit of trouble and she definitely needs someone to help her out. Now, I have two feelings about this song. My first feeling is that this song is beautiful. I have felt both sides of the situation before of being uh, in cold water and rescuing someone from cold water. You know, I've been that person who's ready to dive in and save someone from their rocking boat. And, yeah, I've also been the one who's felt like I'm trying to stay afloat and uh, that I really need someone to help me through that tough time. So in this context, it's lovely to think about being someone's lifeline and also having someone as a lifeline to help us out. Now, the other feeling I have about this song is, hmm... I mean, I've tried to jump into cold water to help emotionally save people before, but from my experience... It never really works. Either I think I've saved someone before they eventually start drowning in their emotions again, or I try so hard to save them that I end up drowning emotionally with them. So this feeling of empathy, that feeling where we we feel someone else's pain, is a wonderful thing. But uh, it's something I obviously need to get a better understanding of because it can't be good to feel so strongly that you uh, put your own sense of self-worth in jeopardy. Luckily, I have just the person to help me out on this. Dr. Judith Orloff is the author of the upcoming book, The Empath's Survival Guide, Life Strategies for Sensitive People. Now, as a psychiatrist, Dr. Orloff takes the foundations of traditional medicine and she fuses them with modern-day knowledge of intuition and energy and spirituality. Dr. Orloff's work has been featured on The Today Show, CNN, The Oprah Magazine, and USA Today. And she's a New York Times bestselling author of five books. So we're so lucky to have her share her knowledge with us this week on Pop Psych. Dr. Roloff, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so good to have you here and I think you're the perfect person to talk to today. We've been uh, looking at the song by Major Lazer featuring Justin Bieber and Moo about uh, cold water, diving into cold water and doing whatever it takes for someone. Now, I think in your language, you'd call that kind of person an empath. Can you tell us a bit about what an empath is? Uh, Yes, I'm a psychiatrist and MD in Los Angeles. I'm also an empath. And an empath is somebody who is very sensitive and open and tends to absorb other people's emotions and physical uh, sensations into their own body. So they're like an emotional sponge. And when you have an empath in a relationship, 
it can be a beautiful thing because they have so much love to give and receive, but empaths often take on the stress or the feelings of their partner, which can be a real challenge for an empath. Yeah, absolutely. I can kind of understand that in some ways. I mean, the research does show that one out of five people are highly sensitive. Is that essentially what an empath is, a highly sensitive person? Uh, Yes, it is, but there's a spectrum of um, empathy. There's the highly sensitive person, and an empath is very high up on that spectrum meaning they're about as sensitive as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wonder, I don't know whether there's a test to find out, sometimes I wonder whether I'm one of those people and how high I rate on that spectrum. Is there any way that people can find out? Yes, there is a, there is a test. Oh, great. I have a Are You an Empath test in um, the Empath Survival Guide and also my book Emotional Freedom, Are You an Empath? And you could find out immediately if you are one or not. So interesting. And I think that that whole idea of uh, showing kindness and being empathetic and, and patient with people is something that uh, we don't really hear a lot about, particularly in pop music. Uh, there's a lyric from this song we're looking at this week. And all time may take us into different places, I will still be patient with you. Yeah, now, uh, it is so it's so hard to be patient. So hard to be patient. What what are some ways that we can kind of show that that empathy and and patience with other people in our lives? Well, to be tolerant of them and to really give them a lot of room to live, grow, and develop. Um, because being an empath, especially in a relationship, is hard because it can feel so exhausting. Um, because in relationship, everything comes up. And if you want to dive into cold water and you really want to surrender and do the whole thing, you know, a lot of emotions are going to come up for you. And I think, you know, as a psychiatrist, as a woman, that's very positive. However, it takes a lot of energy. And so you really have to learn how to balance your energy and to have enough me time and revival time so that you could feel um, energized and healthy. Yeah, that's that's really that's uh, really good stuff because I think how often do we uh, find that when when a relationship is perhaps uh, coming to an end or maybe we're feeling like it is time to perhaps look out for ourselves and walk away, we can keep being so patient and we don't really know how patient to be before we realize we're doing damage to ourselves. Well, yes. Well, your intuition will tell you if the relationship is good for you and and if they're enough good points in it and you love the person and there's a lot of respect, you want to stay there and work with it. Certainly, if you're in an abusive relationship where somebody is is putting you down verbally or is physically abusive, you don't want to stay in it. You want to go into therapy, go into counseling, coaching, whatever, to deal with it so that it doesn't continue. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you'd, uh, this maybe ties in with the concept I think you have of uh, emotional hangovers, uh, which is, I guess, taking on other people's, people's stress in intimate relationships. Uh, with, with emotional hangovers, when, uh, when are we setting ourselves up for one of those? So we tell someone we're going to be their lifeline, we're going to be there f- for them. Is that really just another way of putting ourselves on the line to have an, um, an emotional hangover? Um, hopefully not. Um But what you want to do, and what I talk about in the Empath Survival Guide, is that you want to learn how to center and protect your own energy so that you could run energy through you and you're not just building up everybody else's emotions, your partner's emotions, and your own body. And so for me as an empath, meditation is extremely important. 
where you can be there for somebody, and let's say they're going through a really hard time or they're really stressed out, you don't want to take that on. And so what I do in meditation is breathe and center myself and imagine all that stress leaving my body and bringing in more of a connection to a higher power or a greater force of energy that can restore me back to myself again. Yeah, that's so great. And this is, I think, what I love about your work. You, you're grounded, I guess, in, in a lot of the, the scientific rigor that, uh, that would, you, you'd expect from somebody who works in your field. But there's something beautiful about uh, connecting with that uh, inner self and asking yourself what, what's right for this situation. Well, you have to. If you want to be in a relationship, you need to keep connecting to yourself and asking yourself, what is right in this situation? Do I need to take a day off or a couple of days off and rest and then regroup? Um, or, you know, do I want to just stay at it and deal with whatever it is that comes up? But sometimes the best thing you could do in a relationship is just take a little mini break and take a couple of steps backward so that you can get your center again and get the love back in your heart and really see your priorities, then go in and deal with whatever issues are coming up. Yeah. Something that just came to mind then is uh, I, I do a little bit of flying around and uh, they have that safety uh, introduction on, on the flight saying that uh, you should put your own mask on first in case of an emergency before you affix one to your, to your children. Right. Is that kind of a similar analogy to, I guess, jumping into cold water for somebody? We've got to make sure that we're okay maybe first before we try to save someone else? Well, you don't want to save anybody, first of all, or fix anybody, because that never works. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. But what you want to do is be with somebody and love somebody, uh, and yes. allow somebody to have their own growth and path, but not not intervene. But at the same time, you know, know where your boundaries are. Know when to say no. Know when to you know to say it doesn't feel good when you're talking to me like this. You know, please choose another tone. Yeah. So you, you have to really develop good communication skills in relationship and also keep the passion alive. And you keep the passion alive through mutual respect and, and communication and compassion because if you keep everything in and you don't share it, then your sex drive is going to bottom out. Yeah. Because you really have to stay alive and present with what you're feeling. Yeah. Look, that adds so much context to this song we're talking about because... Obviously, it's so beautiful to say, you know, I'll do anything to you and I'll save you and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, look, the fact that probably saving someone's the wrong angle to look at it, isn't it? Um, what, a, what an interesting angle to take that, uh, yeah, it's about being there with someone and, uh, and being in, in partnership with them rather than being the sole superhero at your own expense. Yes, and, and you really, you know, can't save anybody else. It's their spiritual path that they're on. You can be their partner. You can you know, be their, their light, but you can't save them. They have to do the work. Yeah, that's so interesting and something that definitely, I think, rings, rings true to me. So amazing stuff. The great thing about all of this work is that I can keep reading about it and so can other people because you have a book coming out called The Empath's Survival Guide, Life Strategies for Sensitive People, which is coming this April. Uh, that must be an exciting time for you, Judith. It is. I'm going on book tour in the U.S., um, and before that time, um, it's available for pre-order on Amazon. And uh, I also have an empath support newsletter 
that you could get on and get free excerpts of the book and free quizzes. And that's at www.drjudithorloff.com. Wonderful. That's something that we'll definitely be checking out and something I'm going to be reading for sure. Okay. So appreciate your time on the show today, Judith. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Brilliant. Uh, You can connect with Judith on Facebook and Twitter as well. You can just follow the links in the show notes of this podcast. Or as Judith says, you can head to her website, which is www.drjudithorloff.com. It's Major Lazer featuring Justin Bieber and Mo. So much to learn about today. My head is exploding with information. Uh, but if you do want some more songs just like this one, uh, you can check out our Pop Psych playlist of the week. It contains a whole stack of songs about kindness and empathy, including this one from Charlie Pooh. There's a track from Rita Ora. And this one from Conrad Sewell. Yes, it's a very kind and loving playlist this week, full of empathy. (laughs) You can access that by checking out the show notes of this podcast. The link will take you straight there. Or you can head to poppsych.com. Well, this week we've learned what an empath is and that it's a beautiful thing, but often empaths can take on a lot of that stress of their partner or their loved ones. So it's about getting that balance and uh, finding enough me time, as Judith says, to protect your own energy. Obviously, no one wants to get an emotional hangover. Doesn't sound that pleasant. Uh, As I learned today, a big thing, it's not about saving people, it's about being with people. So when we jump into cold water, it's not so much to save them from that rocking boat, but to be with them and to, uh, yeah, have some company through those tough times. A really interesting distinction and something I'm obviously going to have to do a little bit more research and work on myself. It's about developing, as Judith says, those good communication skills and knowing your boundaries. Well, the journey continues next week. There's a new pop song and there's some new lessons to be learned, I'm sure. So I hope you'll join me. Until then, have a great week. I'm Nathan Lee Jones. Take care. For more pop and more psych, head to poppsych.com.